Welcome to the Family Alpha Podcast, a place where men, families, and the truth have a voice. The information shared on this podcast is meant to be applied. Now, here is your host, Zach Small, founder of thefamilyalpha.com and co-founder of thefraternityofexcellence.com. Let's get to work. Welcome to another episode on the Family Alpha Podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Small, and as always, right before I hit record, I got this big smile on my face, my stomach gets the butterflies, and then still, (laughs) I dive right into this. It doesn't ever get any less fun. This is not any less enjoyable than it was on day one. I'm on episode 144 of the podcast. I've done probably double that if you include the guest posts and the ones that I've deleted, you know, and still, (laughs) I can't help but hit record and smile. So it is what it is. That's just how it's going to be for as long as I'm doing this. I love it. This is my passion. So before we start talking about the topic, which is getting rid of the dad bod or ensuring you don't ever develop one, I want to bring something to the table, a new resource, if you will. People have been hitting me up for a long time asking for one-on-one coaching. And for the longest time, I've been referring them to FOE. Well, recently I've run into two issues. One, females. Women have been hitting me up. Primarily because of sobriety and making money. I've had a lot of ladies messaging me. Hey, how did you do this? What path did you take? You know, what do you think about my son doing this? There's no father in the picture. And it's, you know, I was like, wow, it kind of caught me off guard. Normally, I've, for years now, I've been working with dudes And for some reason, in 2020, towards the end, in 2021, all year, a lot of females have been hitting me up. And that's cool. That's okay. You know, family's family. Making money's making money. It's not specific to a gender. But that did catch me off guard because I can't recommend them to FOE. And I also had a lot of men say, look, I don't want the brotherhood. I want to talk to you about a specific situation. And I don't want long-term coaching. I just want to do a call. So I ended up figuring out that there is this thing called Calendly. So now I've got an actual schedule The link is below. If you want to have an hour chat, there is a cost because I'm giving you my undivided time and attention. So it's not like some cookie cutter program where I throw it out there and I'm giving you the same thing I'm giving Joe Schmo. Like, no, I cater it to you. That hour is 100% yours, you know, distraction free. So there's a cost to it. But, you know, people who pay for things, they usually treat them with a little more respect. So it's my hope that you don't waste that hour. And if we're going to talk and you're going to spend money, you're going to take that and apply it. And that goes to men and women. So again, if you're looking to talk sobriety, if you're looking to talk mindset, you know, money, whatever it is, check the link below. You know, I have a block of time you can choose, even weekends. So select your spot. We'll have a discussion. We'll get you moving in the direction you want to go. Without further ado, though, let's talk about the dad bod. The fact that it's called the dad bod makes me sick. I am a father and a leader of families. I don't think that something that's soft, pudgy, just a shape like a lava lamp has any, you know, deserving nature to it to have the title dad on it. You know, dad jokes are always lame jokes. Dad bod. Why is that a fat bod? I'm looking to build a father physique. You know, I've spoken about this many times before, but we need to embody in the literal sense, embody what it is to be strong, what it is to be committed to something, what it is to have discipline, what it is to have delayed a sense of delayed gratification. How sad is it that we have these men walking around who are morbidly obese and their children are running around and these guys can't keep up? It's unacceptable. But that's the world we found ourselves in. And once again, the dad bod has taken over. And men think when they start a family, they can get relaxed. And that is just detrimental to the development of that relationship. 
Your marriage could be so much more if you were physically capable of feeling joy. Your body hurts and your brain is tired because it's just filled with junk. Your organs aren't operating optimally because your body has to send blood to all that fat. You're, you're killing yourself. In the literal sense, you are killing who it is you are as a man. And that's just not okay. You've got to fight against the temptation to be comfortable. You've got to stop thinking that, you know, Peter Griffin and Homer Simpson were goals. <laughs> it's like that wasn't a challenge to be more like them. You know, long gone are the days where you could make fun of Tim the Toolman Taylor or Al Bundy. You know, those used to be the bums. And now those guys compared to what we have now, they're jacked. And they, they were just normal dudes. But now they put themselves into above average because the average has grown their waist so large. If you want to be a better father, you need to be in shape. It's, it's a harsh fact, but men who value their, their strength, men who value their resolve, men who will run around and play soccer with their kid. I love watching all the other coaches and dads running around playing baseball. I love when they're on the outfield. They'll literally fully sprint and dive to catch a ball before they let that kid get a hit. And as they're getting older in age, it's even funnier because they're hitting that ball harder. <laughs> and we, it's almost self-defense out there. You know, but when I'm out there, I play center field. I'm going to fly around, especially if it's my son. If he hits that ball anywhere, I'm going 110% to catch it. If you want to get a hit past me, you've got to earn it. Well, if I'm, you know, 300 pounds, I'm only 5'8". So if I'm sitting here at 5'8", 300 pounds, I'm screwed. I can't run the bases. All I can do is sit in the dugout and yell at the kid. That's not a good example. If your children want to go hike a mountain with you and you can't do it because you're not physically capable, you're robbing an opportunity and a memory to have with those children. You're stealing that from yourself. Why would you ever want to do that? You want to be a great dad? Be a great dad. And sometimes it's just getting rid of the small things. Small things like, you know, finishing your kid's plate. These are, That's a serious habit, you know, and, and I used to do it. And sometimes, depending on what the food is, I'll eat it. But some fathers, they'll eat their food. And if their kid isn't hungry, they'll clean that kid's plate. Like, well, like when I say clean, I mean eat. They'll eat everything off the kid's plate too. You know, fathers aren't meant to be human garbage disposals. You know, I'm I'm not as lean as I want to be, but I'm leaner than most people out there. And therefore, people think I can do and eat whatever I want. Nobody sees me putting the reps in in the basement. Nobody sees me not eating, you know, the meal that I want or skipping something else in favor of having a bunch of vegetables. People don't see that. They only see me at the cookout. So they think, oh, he always eats chicken wings and has a bunch of seltzer. Well, no, sometimes it'll just be a salad or sometimes, you know, I will eat more than just, you know, that, that one uh, piece of cake. I'll have two pieces of cake. I'll have a piece of pie and ice cream. You know, it is what it is. I'm not going to pretend I don't eat, but I also don't eat to excess every single day. I don't think every meal should be a carnival in my mouth. So that's, that's definitely one thing you can look at in your life, which is to stop eating other people's food. Just stop eating your kids' plates. That's a good start. Another one is to get rid of the alcohol. And to get rid of the soda. You know, even I would even include juices in that. A lot of juice out there that you think is healthy you're giving to your kids will have 36 grams of sugar in it. And those kids will have three in a row. Think about that. That's ridiculous. That is so much sugar. But it, because it says, you know, made from fruit juice or fruit juice added, you think you're being healthy. You know, that's why kids who live in poverty are obese. You think, well, if you're poor, you can't afford food. Well, they can afford cheap food. And they could afford those those big you know bins of those little uh, juice box pouches that are just nothing but liquid sugar, and because it's cheap, they can get a bunch of it. So they that's what these kids are eating. It's easy and it's cheap to get crap food. It's also cheap to get good food. 
You can go out and get your lettuce. You can go out and get your vegetables. It doesn't cost an arm and a leg to eat right. It's just easier to eat poorly. It's already packaged. It's already in a bag. It's cheap. It's quick. It's on the go. Why not? Well, that's how we end up where we are. And for fathers, you throw in a bunch of beer into that. Or if you're drinking whiskey or if you're drinking your scotch every night, you know, you're throwing that on the table. You're slamming your beers. You know, add some, some sodas you had earlier in the day. Before you even count a calorie coming from a meal that you chewed, you're up there. Well over a thousand. And then you add in the mixers that you have. So now you have alcohol and you have sugar coming from the soda. You are jacking yourself up, man. I mean, how quickly would you see the weight falling if you just stuck to water for a month and you didn't eat your kid's food? And these are small things, dude. You're, a, you're an adult man if I'm speaking to you and a father and, and possibly a husband or maybe you're divorced or whatever the situation is. And all I'm doing is saying drink water for a month and don't eat your kid's food for a month and watch. You're going to lose weight. That in itself should not be too much for you. And this is, I've not even gone too deep down the rabbit hole. You know, the next is having snacks. You know, people don't count their snacks when they're eating. Well, I had this meal and I had this meal. I don't know why I'm gaining weight or I don't know why I'm not losing weight. Well, let's slow it down. <laughs> you had that meal and then you took a bite of this and then you had a bite of that and then you split this with the kid and then you brought the kid to the park and there was an ice cream truck so you had a bite of that and then you had a bite of this from their Halloween candy that was left over in the fridge and then you guys had dinner and then you had a snack of something else afterwards and after that you all sat around and had some popcorn and after that when the kids went to bed you had some ice cream with your wife. Like what? Not to mention people who have candy bars stashed in places, people who have candy that's in their at their work place of work so they're sitting there eating their frozen Reese's or their Snickers or whatever they have you know my wife is allergic to eggs wheat and dairy so we have like minimal uh candy in this home she can't have any of it so we just don't eat it but you know when we do get something it'll be like an ice cream or we'll make something you know my my like curse right now is homemade bread I make some bomb bread I've got to work out hard because those carbs are going in so I've just got to burn them out it is what it is you know and then lastly, or another trip uh, tip I have for you, or trick or tip, is not to reward yourself like you're a dog. You know, you're an adult man leading these children. When you do something good, you shouldn't say, oh, since I did a good workout, I earned some ice cream. Your kid hit a home run, you earned, you know, a snack. They're not dogs. Why are we using food as rewards for, for physical accomplishments? You know, you work out hard, go drink some water. You know, go eat your meal. You don't get a reward for putting out effort. And when you want to recognize something, you know, let's say you win the championship game and you go and get some ice cream. That's a very special occasion. You won a championship, but you don't get ice cream after every practice and after every victory of every game throughout the regular season. Those don't warrant that type of reward. So I'm not saying don't go out and have fun and have snacks. Certainly do those things. But damn, (laughs) like it should be earned. So if you're looking for a resource on this or ways to help yourself, Craig James is the man that I found or co-founded the Fraternity of Excellence with. He runs Masculine by Design blog. He's a father, a husband, a married man, and he's a dude who went from fat to fit. He, he seriously went from, you know, zero to hero. And he, instead of being the epitome of fat, he became, you know, a, a sculpture of fit. Dude's jacked. And he created a program to share with everyone what it is he did. And he combined that program with his family CEO course. So you can go through the family CEO course and learn how to establish yourself in your family to come up with your mission, to come up with everyone's roles, to find out what it is you want to do as a clan and form your identity. And on top of that, to get his book, Death Blow to the Dad Bod. If you do those things, 
You will drop weight, establish yourself as a man, become a leader that your family needs you to be. And finally, we can get rid of this dad bod crap and start building fatherhood physiques. You know, strong bodies for strong men who are leading families. And that ties in well with a buddy of mine, Phil Foster. He has started Phil Foster Fitness. He's the dude I went to when I was trying to get my hormones fixed. So that fixed me from the inside out. And this to a lot of dads, I get it. You're going up, you start your family, you have a kid, and then you're working hard, your sleep might take a hit, and you, you're, you're slowing down, but you don't know why. You know, slowly life starts to slow down. You're going out with the boys less. You're going hunting less. You're going on the boat less or the motorcycle less. Everything's slowing down. And you know, you're finding yourself getting more and more sedentary, more and more comfortable, and you're finding yourself in a position where more and more weight is starting to add on. And if I went through this, (laughs) you start going back to the gym and you don't have that same fire you used to have. You don't have that same, you know, burning in your soul. It's not that easy to get up and recover. It's not just old age. You know, I'm 33 years old and I started feeling this and I'm like, look, I'm not old. I'm not, I'm not obese. Why is, why is it taking so much effort for me to rally my energy? And you know, that, 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 you know, beast mode within to go hit the weights day after day. Like, why is it so hard? And it wasn't until I spoke with Phil that I had to fix me from the inside. So I got sober and that helped. I was eating cleaner. I was training, you know, that was helping, but I still was dragging ass to get to the gym. Like I just wasn't motivated and I slept like crap and I just couldn't figure it out. That's when I went through, I got my hormones checked. I did a whole panel. So I went through Phil, it was a hundred and something bucks and they went line by line, you know, they, they tested everything. I got my results. I brought it to Phil and he's like, yeah, dude, like your testosterone's in the tank. And that's, that's affecting everything else. You know, your cholesterol is all jacked up from that. There's no wonder you feel the way you feel. You're, you're like a, a train trying to go up a hill with a heavy workload, but you've got like a go-kart's engine inside you. You know, <laughs> like you're trying to pull this big load and you, you don't have the engine you need. You don't have that fire that you normally would have. So I, I got hooked up with him and I got on a, a supplemental a hormone protocol that's dialing all my hormones back in. So my testosterone's higher. My cholesterol's fixed itself. From the inside out, I am so much better. Uh, my, my focus, my vision, my memory, my recovery, my sleep. I sleep like a champ. I forgot what normal sleep was like, to be honest. You know, like when I first started writing, I would sacrifice sleep so I could write blog posts or record podcasts. And Jackie would wake up and I'd still be awake from the night before. And then I would go to my normal nine to five. You know, I had, I, that's how I worked my way to the position I'm in now is I just, I sacrificed mind, body, spirit to give the world everything I had. And it worked out, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed with what it is I do and how all this came to be, but it, it wasn't an accident. You know, I sacrificed me to get here. Well, while there's a win to that, you know, and I, I do what I love for a living. There's also, you know, the, the negative side of that, the downhill where, my body definitely took some beatings, you know, and my mind and just everything was hurting. I didn't know how to sleep. I didn't know how to recover. I just had myself all jacked up and getting on this program and getting my hormones fixed and admitting I needed help. That was probably the hardest thing is admitting that there was something wrong in me because it's emasculating to hear, Hey, your testosterone levels are low. Like, dude, I was embarrassed. Like that's for women. That's not for me. I have a beard. I raised my sons. I lift weights. I'm a man. Yet there I was low T like, dude, I'm struggling. And that that was a big pill for me to swallow. But once I swallowed it and asked for help, I received help. And once I received help and I got over my myself, I got out my ego got out of the way. I was able to start fixing me. 
And now I'm a better husband to my wife. I'm less agitated. I'm less stressed out trying to balance everything. I'm a better father to my children. Again, I'm less distracted thinking of 30 things. I can sit and I can focus on one. I have my workouts getting in. My schedule is all coming together. You know, life is good and I'm feeling at top of my game and I feel better at 33 than I did at 23. And I remember 23 because I was deployed. (laughs) I remember it's just no sleep, balls to the wall action, go forward, go forward, go forward. And now I'm like, yeah, I am at peace with my family. I'm at peace with myself, but I am crushing it in the gym. I'm getting after it. I'm, you know, the, the abs are coming back. That, that V is coming back. That body that I'm sculpting is coming back. And I want to get to the point where you don't have to ask how I'm like doing. You know, I'm smiling. I look good. You know, I look good at the beach. I don't have to worry about wearing a shirt or anything like that and being embarrassed, a flab. I don't want my wife to look at me like ashamed if we're at a pool or whatever. You know, these are things that went through my head and she never said anything. She's always been supportive of me, but I thought it. And I guarantee there are a lot of men out there, maybe some women too, who are just self, you know, they're insecure, even though they look better than uh, when you think of like the morbidly obese. When you think of the worst, you're like, well, better than them. Yeah. But if you aren't comfortable with you, if you know you're capable of more, you got to work for it. You got to dial yourself in and you got to chase that and you've got to, you got to bring it to fruition. It doesn't matter if somebody says you look good enough. It only matters when you look good enough. And the balance to that is that you do give yourself permission to be good enough. You don't need a complex to where you're like never satisfied with who you are in the mirror. You need to be able to look at your reflection with respect. You need to be able to look at your reflection and say, that's a good body. I'm working to get better. I'm working to grow bigger muscles. I'm looking to find tighter abs, but I'm looking good on the way there. The process is fun. I give myself permission to look at me and to smile and to be content and happy. So if you want to check out that resource that I have, that's Phil Foster Fitness. So check it out. But the two of those dudes, Craig James and Phil Foster, those were my guys that helped me lock me in. Those are the ones that helped me get to the point that I'm at now. And that's why I can run around with my 11-year-old son and my 8-year-old daughter and they cannot keep up. That's why they are not going to surpass me for many, many, many years to come. Because I'm getting after it. And so is their mother. And that's something that's, that's very interesting development. My wife is going beast mode. She's, she's, she got hooked on Beachbody. She started doing these workouts. And it's for some people, it's CrossFit. For some people, it's bodybuilding. And for her, it was Beachbody. Like, she's just like, that's her jam. And she's crushing it. And she's helping other women crush it. She's helping dudes crush it. A few of my FOE guys, we're in the, the same uh, Beachbody group. I don't, I don't know what it's called, like our own little pot, like our 100-day crush it session. You know, we, so for 100 days in a row, we're crushing it. You know, we come together and she's leading the way and she's got all these workouts. It's awesome. And my kids see that. And they see that, look, women aren't these weak, meek creatures on the side of strong men. Men, kings, they need strong queens. They need strong women. We need strong mothers to help raise strong children. The kids see that. And for you, you can't look at your wife and be like, oh, she needs to work out. When you're sitting there pounding that beer or eating your kid's leftover cheeseburger, you know, your gut spilling over the belt, you're trying to suck it in when you're sitting at church or wherever, or where you're trying to suck it in and stay flexed while you're at the beach the whole time, more focused on not allowing yourself to breathe than anything else. I see you. I hear the stories. I work with the men. I get it. It's time for a change and you can change that. So follow the steps I listed. Like I said, if you want to work together, check the link below. Grab your slot. We'll have the discussion. And more than anything, just get yourself heading in the right direction. Just start working on fixing you in whatever way you can. 
if that's drinking more water and getting rid of soda, if that's getting your hormones checked, if that's reaching out to Phil or Craig or grabbing Craig's program to get yourself locked in, you know, whatever that is to you, go forth and do that thing. But you have to start. You don't spend another day listening to another podcast and then ending it and going forward and doing exactly what you're doing before. You're better than that. And if you aren't, it's time that you start acting better than that. Your kids deserve it. This has been another episode on the Family Alpha Podcast. Thanks for listening. You can join our private men's only community at thefraternityofexcellence.com. And don't forget to find Zach on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at ZachSmall underscore. 